Hello Waterloo Road fans, it's Tom here, your podcast host, welcoming you to another interview special. It's our first one in a while and I'm very pleased to be bringing you guys an interview with a Waterloo Road cast member. But before we get to that, I have to tell you about the Patreon page, which as you know is a subscription service where you can get loads of extra stuff from Luke and myself. Uh, It's uh, Christmas time, so we're of course doing a festive special. On the 30th of December, we are releasing not one, not two, but three special episodes reviewing the Disney Channel uh, high school movie series Zombies. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun to talk to Luke about those. So that will be on the Patreon. You will also get the extended version of this interview you're about to hear with the special Q&A section at the end. All of that will be on the Patreon. All of the usual stuff, our Waterloo Road fan fiction, our Waterloo Road awards, it's all there, you know by now. You can get to it via patreon.com slash Pod. And I would like to thank those of you who have already subscribed. So thank you to Rebecca Grimshaw, to Eve, to Emily Berry, to Natalie, who you can find on Instagram at Natalie the Book Reader. Thank you to Lou Parsons, to Becky, to Tom Percival, to Georgia Leah, who is on both Instagram and TikTok as the Avocado Bath. Thank you to Lucy. Thank you to Claudia Graham. Thank you to Eliza, who is at Waterloo X Road underscore on Instagram. Thank you to Emmy, to Joe Buckle, to Helen, who is on Instagram at red.head.red. Thank you to Lottie Smith to Maddie, to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services. Thank you to Mel. And finally, thank you to Matthew Kumar. Your continued support is much appreciated. And if you are listening now and would like to join that list of shout outs, get access to all of the great stuff on the Patreon. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Pod. But now for today, as I said, it is our first interview in a while and I've got a great guest. It is Tom Milner, who played Paul Langley on Waterloo Road. He was in a lot of episodes. According to IMDb, it's 49 episodes, but that is in dispute, as you will find out when you listen to this podcast. It was great to talk to him about his time on the show, the actors he loved working with, the way the show helped his career. Loads of great stuff there. Um, I would like to tell you before we start that Tom was out and about at a cafe with his kids while we were recording this. So some of the audio isn't perfect, but I've done what I can with it. And it's a really interesting chat. So I hope you enjoy listening to it. And so without further ado, let's get on with it. I'll play in a brief clip of Tom in action as Paul, followed by the interview. I reckon I'm in tonight with Sam Booker, you know. Gary McFarlane has booked a car from the same place as where I booked mine. And Tanya Bristow was so impressed that she told him he could do anything he wants. And the limo that I booked is well better. Yeah, but that's Tanya Bristow. Exactly. So Sam Booker is going to be even more impressed. She's going to be all over me. Shut up, man. Hello, Tom Milner. It's so great to have you on the podcast. Listen, it's so great to be on it. Thank you so much for inviting me. No, it's always good to have people. It's been a while since we did an interview episode, so I'm I'm glad to be getting back into it and to have someone on who was a part of Waterloo Road for, for such a long time. Yeah, do you know what? It's mad. It's so long ago now, but, it, you know, on the same token, it was such a big part of my life. And I owe every, every job that I get now, I owe to that job because it just started me off on the right foot. Yeah, absolutely. So what was it your very first job that you got then when you went into this business? Uh, I, I started in a children's TV program uh, on CITV, which was called Barking, about a talking dog. Uh, so that was my first venture into TV. But Waterloo Road was the one which really lifted me off. Uh, 
uh, in off the ground really and helped me. And like I say, to this day, you know, it gets me gets me jobs now. You know, like so much interest. And when I ever go into a room, a casting room, you know, they're always interested in in Waterloo Road and and that story. So it does help uh, even to this day. Well, I imagine it might help might help even more now that the show's coming back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not even thought about that. I mean, another show's on BBC iPlayer, isn't it? Because um, every year or so, we get a cheeky little check through the post, which is always <laughs> nice. So I implore anyone listening to this, even if you've watched it a thousand times, watch it another thousand times because my bank account goes slowly up. Um, but yes, <laughs> it, I'm sure it will do some help. Um, I think when it comes back this time, it's going to be a bit of a different situation for the show. I think when I was on it, 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 it you were forced to sit down and watch TV at eight o'clock at night and watch your programs there and then. Whereas now we live in a world of you're accessible at any times to anything. So it's got a lot more competition. Um, however, it's a great show. It's, you know, it's still got its fans uh, well and truly out there. So I'm sure it'll do well against its competition. Well, that's it. And I guess the benefit now is that if you, if you happen to not be in front of your TV at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night, then you can still watch it because it's it's all going to be on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, like as you said, it might do some good with those that, that maybe it'll introduce new people to it and if new people come to it i'm sure they'd be interested in what it used to be like so absolutely well i mean yeah i mean what's that been like for you because obviously you know since even i've been doing this now for uh like two and a half years we started during during the lockdown um and during that time i can't believe how many new people who have said i never saw waterloo road before people who are like teenagers now who wouldn't have been around 15 years ago when it was on uh, have you had that people discovering it and, and getting in touch with you? Uh, yeah, you do. You get the odd. Yeah, you get the odd. You also get the people that don't realise that it's it's me from the program as well because <laughs> I was. I mean, I look completely different, and whenever I get recognised now, it usually means that I need to go on a run and have my hair cut because <laughs> I was a chubby little uh, emo haired uh, boy in that show. But uh, yeah, it's bizarre. Like, I mean, I've just come out of a musical now. Um, which uh, was a beautiful, the Carol King musical. Um, and they didn't actually promote the show. It's one of the first jobs I've done where they didn't promote the show and use my name to promote it, which was fine. But then when you, that's such a weird one because people are coming to see the show, not realizing who, who I am. Then they get a program, read the bio, and they go, wait a minute. Then they Google you. And then it's all a big shock and a big surprise for them, which is so funny seeing the faces. <laughs> oh, it's, it's that guy with that haircut? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was trendy then, you know. I mean, I remember used to, I used to like laugh at my dad uh, when he had bad hair. Like when he shows me his pictures from when my, him and my mum got married, I used to laugh at his hairstyles. Now I'm doing that to myself, you know. So many years later, you go along with the fashion, and then you, it just doesn't work later down the line. But um, no, it, it was the fashion then. It was a skateboarder uh, look. Um, so, and I'd like to think I created, I created it. That's what I'm going to say. I created that style. <laughs> I well, you know, it was off. It was often said in the show that Paul did all right with the ladies at the time, so it, it clearly uh, worked I mean, for him. I don't know how. I don't know how he did all right <laughs> with the ladies, but um, fair play. Um, and probably his mate Bolton, I'm sure, would have helped well, that. I'm sure that helped. I mean, there's one scene. I remember there was one scene where it's it's when Philip, bless him, is really struggling with the ladies. And he goes to speak to Paul for some advice. And Paul is just stood there with his arm around two beautiful women. Yeah, I wasn't acting then either. That was just natural me. No, I'm joking. Um, 
Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. That was fun. Uh, and then th- that was with the model, the model episode, wasn't it? Where the teacher yes. came in. It was a model. Yeah, I do remember that. That was um, that was good episode. There was been a great. You know, I was so blessed. I was only supposed to be in that series for one episode, two episodes. Um, and then they really liked what me and Tatch, who played Bolton, did, and our um, camaraderie on set. I mean, we were literally them characters. You know, they had to tell us off all the time, like, right, we're going for a take now. Can you two stop prattling around? Um, and that is that, and, and they and they liked that. Um, so that then I, I never thought when I accepted the job, I'd be there three years later, and the impact that it had on my life. I never thought that would happen. You know, it's like I say, it was supposed to be a one episode, uh, two episode job, and that was it. Um, so I was blessed with that. Well, I was going to ask actually because. You know, we we talk quite a lot on on the show about episodes like the first one you were in, where you have uh, one of the kids at the school who is the main character for that episode, and yes. then you usually never see them again. Yes, exactly that. Yeah, I mean, there was the one there was one episode after me, a kid who had HIV as well, and he yes. was an actor called James Varley, who we went to the same college, and he was up for my part. Uh, obviously, I got it, thankfully, but yeah, he was just in the one episode as well. So that, as you say, that was a kind of a thing with it. Whereas they just, I think they just really enjoyed what me and Tatch were doing, and they liked our our relationship offset. I think really, really worked, and they liked that, and it was a blessing that we did work together really well. Um, and I thought Mark Jobsty was the you know the first director on that because we did like a workshop me and Tatch together. I remember thinking this guy is crazy. How am I going to work with him? And then I ended up just joining his craziness. And it, and it worked. It worked. Yeah, I mean, it must have really helped, I guess, because at the, at the time you joined, there was like a sort of crop of you who all joined at the same time. And then you all obviously went through the show together and then did Reunited together as well. So did it help yeah. to have that core group of you who were there the whole time? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it was, I mean, you had the original ones like Adam Thomas, who's going back in it now. They were the original, original ones. And then we came in series three. And then we joined with the, um, you know, Matt, the Kelly family. They came in with us, and uh, yeah, I think that did really help. Uh, the the um, the reunion thing was really fun to do. You know, at the time it was it, it broke records for the most watched thing on the red button uh, at that time. So, but we, I think, uh, looking back at it now, I think that was a test to see whether the show could move up to Scotland um, because then we we actually left a year earlier than we. Than we should have done. The producers wanted a, a complete rearrange and a complete change, so they got rid of us a year earlier than we could have done. Really, we had another year, uh, but they had different uh, views, which was at the time it was like, "Cool, that's fine." But looking back on it, it would have been nice to have that extra year. Um, but the reunion thing was really fun because uh, at that point we hadn't seen each other for a good year, and then we're all getting back together again in Scotland, in Glasgow. And um, yeah, it was great. That's interesting. I didn't know that the reunion was was filmed filmed it up in up in Scotland. Yeah, then they moved it to yeah, up there near Greenock. Um, yeah, that's when they moved it. And the, the I mean the the whole series changed completely. Then I uh, I, I I mean I watched one episode and I was like it's completely different. I think what mm. the original did in Rochdale is it 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 was filmed in an old school. Yes, um, which was really gritty it was real and raw and i remember watching the new one on one episode and thinking oh my word this building looks really bright and 
and it sounds crazy, but it just didn't look like the same program. And the amount of people that you speak to that are like, you know, we we loved it when it was in Manchester. It changed when it moved to Scotland, and so hopefully now, with it being set back in Manchester, it'll have that grittiness and that real rawness that it brought originally. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting because in in our sort of uh, viewing of the the show on the podcast, we're just getting to the end of series seven now, which so they're just about to make the move. Right. Okay. Um, up to Scotland and I haven't seen those episodes since they first were on TV because like wow. when I look back on Waterloo Road I, I look back at those those early series you know the the Jack Rimmer era and then the time when when uh, you and all of your sort of lot were in it so it'll be yeah, interesting it to look back at the Scotland ones because I haven't seen them in years yeah yeah I mean I, I've never like I said I've watched an episode of them so I can't really comment on it other than that I remember just looking having a completely different feel about it um but I met up with them. I mean, so I was in Manchester a few weeks back. So Jason Doan, who played Tom Clarkson and Tatch, obviously who played Bolton, they came to see the show. So I caught up with them. And we realised we hadn't caught up with each other for about 15 years. <laughs> and we were just putting the world to rights again. And and just, yeah, it was crazy. And in yeah. that time, I've had two kids. You know, Jason's yes. had a, a couple of kids. Um, it was just crazy to know how, how quick life goes on. Um, but also on the same token, we set off where we left off. Even though we hadn't seen each other 15 years and so much changed, we, we were back where we were all them years ago. And that's a sign of a good friendship. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you did the, the, the Zoom reunion during the pandemic as well. How was that? Yeah, that was bizarre. That was really bizarre. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of people on that on there, which um, so it was hard to like, but it was great to listen to other people. And to hear their side of the story and what they were, you know, how they found it. Um, seeing Philip Martin Brown, who played Gravely, <laughs> he's such a legend, that guy. Yes, yes, um, he, is. he actually texted me the other day. So I texted him when I was going to Manchester, um, saying, oh, I'm in Manchester. If you're around, Jason and Tatch are coming. Uh, four weeks later, he responded to me, I, Sorry, I can't make it. I'm in Kent now. And I was like, Well, <laughs> a bit late, mate. It's four weeks after the show was up in Manchester. Um, but thanks for getting back to me but what a legend he was he was such a legend absolutely brilliant Um, that chemistry between you and Thatcher really shines through there's one scene I remember in particular you're in um, Steph Haydock's classroom and she has to leave she has to leave the room for whatever reason and she says just stay there and practice your oral yeah. And you and Tatcha immediately start doing very explicit mimes, and I don't know how they left it in the show. <laughs> oh, my word. I, you know what? If you can do me a favour, send me what episode this was, because I do not remember. I'll find that. it. I'll but find I it. Want, I want to view that, because that... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not putting it past you. I'm completely like, <laughs> yes, that would have happened. I need to see it. Um, yeah, we were like that, mate. We were we were just, just two teenage kids. Um, yeah. on a TV set um, and as I said earlier like we used to always be like right can you two calm down we used to play this game <laughs> called Barrel I'm never going to work again after this podcast but we used to play this <laughs> um, game called Barrel which if like the crew w- with the shutters would be like right take 44412 and action before the word action came out we'd have to, if I said to Barrel to him or he said Barrel to me we had to look down the lens of the camera <laughs> and the camera could have been over my shoulder looking well away from it and I still no matter what had to get my eyes down the lens of that barrel <laughs> um, so we played games like that and honestly I generally don't know how we didn't get a, a, you know brought to the producer's office and a telling off but 
I think they actually, like I said, they're like the camaraderie. And it would, mm. what, what we did on the screen was actually how we were um, as people. So it really worked for them. So I think they just let us get on with it and misbehave a bit. Yeah, it's interesting because I think I think Paul really sort of they changed what they did with him as a character, and I, it makes sense. You know, you saying that you were only supposed to be there for a bit because that first episode you're in, the storyline is really serious and really intense. But then Paul very quickly became quite a comedic character. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to like do that and 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 create that as well with the writers. Um, as you say, like when my, it was very serious in my first episode, my uncle was beating me up. I was taking gonna go home and, and kill him or attempted to kill him probably and and it was it was dark and I think that they let my character grow and build around I think Bolton helped helped Paul um grow in confidence as a person as well and it was nice to do that and change him and, and just see as you say the growth of him. Definitely. And sort of Paul was kind of brought in as like I don't know, sort of the whipping boy of Bolton's little group. But then you sort of, you, you brought Philip in and suddenly Paul went up the pecking order. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Philip was that sort of one, one, of the, one of the mates in the group which which took the brunt of all the banter, for sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, we did some pretty stupid stuff to him. Um, but Dean, Dean's a great, Dean who played Philip, he's a, is a great is a great kid and again we were all like just just a big family on that job it was um a real camaraderie which i've not really experienced since in jobs like that job was never anyone was out to beat anyone else it was always like a team effort and whether that was a crew the film set you know the cast whatever we were all in it together and because we had to be um and i've never had that since really like it's yeah, it was a beautiful time. Definitely. And, and that, that era of characters that you were a part of, you know, yourself and, and Bolton and all of that lot, you get a lot of love, I think, from people who were fans of the show then and people who, who discover it now. That must be really gratifying for you to still be among the kind of favourite characters for people. Yeah, and it's it's bizarre when whenever I say, like, anyone talks about it, because it's, it's been that long now since we, I felt like we filmed it. It feels like it was a past life of mine. It wasn't actually mine. It was, do you know what I mean? And it's really bizarre now to talk about it. Um, but when you do talk about it, it brings up all the good emotions and the good times and, and what I had, and especially as a 16-year-old, you know, kid. And you don't realise at the time what, what, just how good I had it. You know, up until recently, my driver, you know, Bill, who sadly passed away last year, you know, I was still in contact with him. We were having FaceTime calls. Um, and he was, you know, in his 60s, 70s. But I, I, I had a lot of respect for him as a 16-year-old. And he used to pick me up on a morning, keep me grounded. I remember I was getting um, doing auditions as well as being on Walk the Road. And he'd always keep me grounded and make sure that I did my work. And just people like that off the camera that people don't see were just really inspiring for me. And, um, yeah, God, God rest his soul, he's not here now. But, um, what you know, what a great guy. And that it goes back to it was such a team effort, that job. Um, just because we were on screen and we were the ones on the TV and we were the ones that looked good. It, we, we needed all the, the crew uh, behind the scenes to be just as good, if not better, for it to be successful. And it was. Absolutely. And that's the benefit, right, of coming into a show in Series 3, is that it's already a sort of well-oiled machine behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, for sure. 
and um, th- th- another thing, those that had been in it for three years prior to us joining, Adam Thomas was the world, Jess and Don, they weren't protective of it. And, you know, the, the big almighty I am. So they were so supportive, welcome, you know, the welcoming and things like that. Because it could have been quite difficult for them. You know, they're seeing the show that they've originally started growing and growing really big. Um, no, it's just a real good, a real good feel good job. Definitely. And you were involved in, in some, some eye-catching storylines during your time on the show. I remember during the Zoom reunion, you spoke a little bit about the ethanol storyline. Mm. Tell me about everything that happened with that. I mean, I remember afterwards, the producers ringing, ringing me, being like, look, you're going to have to go on, on the news um, because there's some kids that have taken it in, I think it was Essex or somewhere like that. Mm. Um They've done what your character's done. Um, so I remember like being like, oh, my word. No, no, these people need to realise this. We're, we're acting. So, yeah, we had to like do a lot of press stuff. And I think they've got a bit of a slapping on the wrist, the writers and the producers, for doing it. Um, so, yeah, that was quite a scary thing, the fact that, you know, someone attempted to do it. Um, but that was a fun episode. You know, again, just two lads, me and Tats, prattling around and being naughty. Um, yeah, I mean, it's mad. Like, your your characters are very clearly framed as being stupid for doing it. Mm, yeah, exactly. I couldn't, I'd like to say, I couldn't believe when I saw the news the next day that someone had, had attempted to do it um, after watching the show. It's crazy. Definitely. And you were also involved in a lot of the stuff, as you said, around the, the, the arrival of the Kellys, and particularly Earl, who really puts the scare on you and Bolton in his first episode. What was it like working with Reese? Was he as intense a present on set as, it, as he looks like on the screen? No, not at all. He was the opposite. <laughs> he was um, like smiley and yeah, not like his character at all, which makes him a phenomenal actor. Um, he was, yeah, a great guy. I think he's in L.A. now. Yes. Uh, working over there, doing the big time stuff. So good on him. But um, no, his character was really scary. Um, I remember him sweeping up quite a lot of you know, the accolades and rightly so during them episodes because he was, it was such an intense character. Who, it was really small. It was really small in terms of his height and stuff, but had this massive presence about him. And, yes. Um, yeah, I remember the, the, the gun in the school episode. And yeah, that, that day was crazy. I mean, the amount of supporting artists we had to have because it was basically an evacuation of the school. Um, and it was peeing it down and things like that. But yeah, great, great scenes to shoot. Uh, and I think Reese, yeah, was amazing um, uh, in, in those episodes. Absolutely. I mean, that episode you mentioned, that was a, a big 90-minute feature-length special to start the series. I guess, was the process any different? given that you were making a longer episode, or was it just absorbed in the block, the same as all the others? Do you know what? I, I've completely forgotten it was a longer episode, so probably not. <laughs> it was It was just, let's just get it shot. Um, yeah. So no, I can't remember it being any different at all. Absolutely. So we've talked a little bit about you you reuniting with all the guys for, for the, the web series. Like you say, it was it's quite... It felt like it was quite an experimental time. There were a lot of shows that were doing like web spin-offs at that time. Hmm. And I think they had to do it because, mm. um, even though we'd left, we still talked about that that yes. era 
class of whatever it was we still talked about. Um, and yeah, great fun. You know, little 20, 15, 20 minute episodes. I think you can still find them somewhere now. Um, yeah, filmed in Glasgow. Um, Stuart Spassan was the director, so he hadn't been involved in the actual production at all. So I remember that being quite strange because I think he'd, I can't remember which cast member it was, but he tried to change one of the the cast members who had played the character for four or five years uh, and that being a bit of a struggle. Um, but yeah, great fun. Filming in Glasgow, you know, getting paid for it, you know, getting yeah. like, tables to nightclubs, free champagne. Yeah, good times. Yeah. Not too bad. Certainly not my life now walking around with prams, but, um, (laughs) you know, at least I can say I've done it. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask as well, you are credited in an episode of series six in a sort of cameo role, and I can't find you in the episode. No, that's whoever's done that's an error. I don't think I did. um... Oh, really? It's, It's the episode where John Barnes comes to the school for like a charity day. Oh, man. No. No, I can't say that I, th- I was featured in that. Um, oh, I think you I think you would have remembered being there on the day John Barnes was there. So <laughs> I mean I would have definitely remembered. John Barnes actually managed me in a charity football game. Once. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was filmed in, in Manchester. Uh, not filmed. This was in Manchester at the Manchester uh, Reserves Ground. Um so yeah, I would have definitely remembered that. I, I've spent plenty Plenty of time looking for you in that episode, and it turns out you weren't there. <laughs> well, I could have saved you wasting your time, and you could have asked me because um, I've definitely not done series six. I mean, I know Tatch went back and did an yes. episode in Scotland, and you went he back did, and snapped. Yeah. That might be in the episode that I only watched in Scotland, actually. But um, mm. yeah, no, I certainly make a cameo appearance in series six. The lying, <laughs> they're lying to it's it's in the credits and everything. Yeah, I have to have a word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to a word and try to get some money just because I've used my name. That's it. That I'm not in. Yeah. That could I'll be another couple of quid. That. Thank you. Yeah. Could have been another couple <laughs> of quid on those checks. That could. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk a bit about what you did after Waterloo Road. Obviously, you've got your your music career as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always loved music, singing in some way. I started being a performer, so I've always enjoyed that. Uh, it was just trying to find the, you know, the time to do it. So, yeah, I'd still do that now. Um, when I'd left Waterloo Road, I'd gone. I went, I went into Holby City for a bit, which was an amazing job. And then uh, I did a few more TV bits, but then it, the musical theatre scenes kind of taken on because what that incorporates is me acting and singing together. So I really enjoyed doing that. Um, so I've been busy uh, doing that. Um, and I've, like I say, I finished a job on. Saturday, which was a 10-month tour of Beautiful, the Carol King musical, where I played the lead uh, uh, guy in that, um, which is great fun. Um, touring's hard, theatre's different to TV, it's live audiences, um, you do less money, going back to money again, <laughs> no, it's not all about money, I promise, but um, because I think with, with the musical theatre scene's been great, and I've loved it. And I wouldn't ever, you know, I won't poo it again. But I just think, yeah, I'd like to get back into theatre. Mm, absolutely. I mean, is, is there a musical theatre show that you haven't done that you'd love to be a part of? Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty. But um, I've been blessed with musical theatre. Where I did, you know, before this one, I did the American Idiot musical, Green Day musical. Um, 
So that again, I played the lead role of that and was blessed with that. Um, I'd like to do something in the West End. I've not done. I've not. I've got a West End credit yet. It's all been tours. I've done off West End in a small theatre, but I'm not actually done the West End. So I think that is something which I would like to. If I was to do theatre again, I'd like to be have that on my CV. Absolutely, I'll have to find out if you do because I'd love to come and see it. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know when it'll be. I don't know what's <laughs> around the corner, but. Um, It'll happen. As to when it'll happen, it could be next year. It could be the next ten years. Who knows? That's the that's the beauty of this industry. Absolutely. You've also done a, a stint on The Voice. What was that experience like? Yeah, The Voice was something which I just you know what. I'll be honest with you. I did it just to shut people up, <laughs> family members. Like, oh, you should be going on these X Factors, and I and I was like, look, ultimately it's a TV program. That you know, I know what they're going to be like. But then it was. I got approached to do it by a a casting agent who had cast time for your creators to give it a bit of a refreshing reminder of, of who you are to the, to the, you know, if you get far. So what people don't realise about the voice is that you have to have free producer round auditions before you even met the TV audition. Yeah. So I think the season that I was on, it was 50,000 people auditioned. And then when, when you get to the first TV round, you're down to the last hundred people. And then, uh, thankfully, I did get a chair turn from Ricky Wilson of the Vo- uh, of the Kaiser Chiefs, and uh, then I got knocked out in the battle stages. Um, but ultimately, then programs are making TV, and um, but I have no regrets doing it. It was uh, a good thing to to you know push my face out there again, and I remember the press getting quite heightened with it and stuff. So it was good for that, and um, yeah, it kept, it's, kept, it's kept me busy. Well, what's what's on the horizon for you next? Then you've just finished uh, beautiful. What's what's next up, or is it a rest? Yeah, it's definitely a rest, mate. It's definitely <laughs> a rest, one hundred percent. And um, yeah, like I say, we've got plans to get into TV again as of next year. Um, but I'm going to take probably the December off and then go for it fully again in January, refreshed. I mean, I say take December off. I've got two kids under the age of two, so that's not <laughs> taking any time off. Um, no, but no, uh, no. In terms of work, I've been away for eleven months, and it's about time that I just laid on the ground a bit and spent some time with family. Because no one, no one knows what's around the corner in life, and it's important that you, especially after what we've been through with the pandemic and things like that, that we that we put family first and our priorities first rather than because especially in the industry I'm in it can take over your life it can you know for 11 months I've stopped I've stopped um, being able to go out with my mates and have a beer or I've been able you know and it's great because you're in work and you should be blessed you're in work but it does take your life and your routines away from you so yeah certainly for this month I'll be resting up definitely well if you're looking for TV work there's a little show you might have heard of it called Waterloo Road which is coming back yeah, I mean, I tell you what, they came knocking on my door. I would jump, I would jump at it again. I'd love to do it again, <laughs> for sure. Um, and but that, I mean, they've got they've got Adam going back, they've got Angela going back. You know, they've got bigger fish going back than than me. So, but you know, <laughs> never say never in this world. I don't know, Paul, Paul Langley with that hair. He was he was a big fish. I always said that he'd go back and be a great caretaker. Yes. I think he I always said that. I always said that. He's got the class to be a caretaker. Um, so, yeah, yeah, who knows? Absolutely. I'd be well up for that. So would I. Yeah. 
it's, it's been so nice to speak to you, Tom. Thank you so much for your time. Just oh, before probably. I let you go, the thing I always like to uh, say to people before I let them go is, is there any message you would like to send out to people who are classic fans of Waterloo Road, people who are new fans, people who might be discovering it now? Uh, yeah, just thank you. Thank you for making my teens the best it ever was and um, and keep supporting it because it was a great problem program. It's a real British drama, you know, um, and yeah, gritty, made in Manchester originally and it's going back there. So yeah, just keep supporting it. And uh, yeah, just thank you. Thank you because it's, it's gifted me um, more work with with people being behind it, and of course that check every year. Well, yeah, it keeps getting less and less. So we need to up. <laughs> now you found out about series six, you can put an extra zero on the end. You, you know, shocking behaviour. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me, and enjoy your Christmas. 